Welcome to the Terrorist Therapist Show on Renegade Talk Radio with your host, Dr. Carroll. Though you may not realize that the ongoing threat of terrorism is affecting your life and that of your loved ones. Each week, Dr. Carroll analyzes the hottest topics in terror and helps you and your family reach your dreams despite living in a time of terror. Osama bin Laden is alive and well in America. Welcome to the Terrorist Therapist Show. I'm Dr. Carol Lieberman, a psychiatrist and your terrorist therapist. Yes, um, no, I have not gone off the deep end yet, but um, you, by the end of the this podcast, you will understand exactly why I say Osama bin Laden is alive and well in America. Now let's start. I, I'm um, taking. I've taken this news from this past week, and I'm going to go in chronological order because, as you will see, each day the news there has been some other piece of news that has been more shocking and unbelievable than the day before. So let's start with November 14th. On November 14th, the news was, New York City, Muslim in Times Square proclaims, we will not stop until Islam enters every home. Now, if you've been listening some to, to some of my prior podcasts, I've talked about how the son of the founder of Hamas has come out and said uh, just recently, what I have been saying all along, which is that uh, terrorists are not just out to destroy Israel and to kill Jews, but they are out to wage, they are waging global jihad. So people in America who think that they are safe and that, you know, terrorists are, there's no such thing, or they're not going to hurt us. They're, they're over there in the Middle East. They're, they're you know, plundering and killing and uh, raping and doing all these things in Israel, but eh, we're safe here. Well, as you will see increasingly, that is absolutely not true. We are not safe here. It is certainly their intention. It has been for over a thousand years to um, wage jihad all over the world, uh, particularly in the West. And they are and have been waging jihad in a number of places. We just don't hear about it in the mainstream media. But like, for example, in Africa and in Western Europe, France, England, Germany, Belgium, they are already waging jihad. People are getting raped. Um, people are getting killed. Uh, all kinds of things are happening. We're just not hearing about it, you know, as as every day in the mainstream media. But, you know, this is this is what I look into as your terrorist therapist. This is my job. OK, so starting off on November 14th with um, this this man in Times Square who um, was shouting on a microphone 
very passionately, shall I say. Um, and this is what he said. He said, we're done hiding. We're, we're done. We're done being tortured and hurt and judged. This is the correct religion. This is the religion that all of humanity needs to be a part of, Islam. And we will not stop until Islam enters every home. So I want you to repeat after me. I want to hear it in every single district. They should tremble. And then he mentioned the various boroughs in New York City. And he mentioned uh, some things in Arabic and the crowd went wild and they repeated these things. And then he said, there is no God worthy of worship except Allah. Now, why this is so um, overwhelming or, or should be concerning to you, to all of us, is that um, here he was with, with, you know, the crowd, there was a crowd in Times Square, like it, sound, it looked like a New Year's Eve. That's how dense the crowd was. And all these people were repeating what he said, were agreeing with him and um, in a very threatening kind of way. Okay, let's go to the next um, piece of news. Um, on November 16th, the news was TikTok shredded as influencers promote Osama bin Laden's terrorist propaganda tirade dubbed Letter to America after 9-11 attacks. Now, Osama bin Laden, after uh, the 9-11 attacks, he wrote a letter to America. Um, and he, um, and it was published at the time, it was published in 2002. And um, it, gave it was an it was sort of an explanation or an excuse or a rationalization of why he um masterminded the attacks of 9-11 that killed at least 3,000 people at the time and has been killing at least that same number since then people who have been working on at ground zero and getting cancer and so on from um all of the cancerogenic materials at the site and in all kinds of other ways, firemen who died, you know, the, the first responders who um, saved people and, and worked long after and are dying, have been dying since 2001. So, um, so Osama um, wrote this, what's called the letter to America. And he was trying to rationalize and, and explain why he was right in attacking us. Okay, now um, a few uh, so-called influencers on TikTok um, just recently, apparently by November 16th, um, started quoting uh, excerpts from Osama's letter to America, particularly things that were anti-Semitic. They, they took it out of context and they particularly um, uh, um, talked about, I mean, in videos and, and uh, writing also, they drew people's attention to the anti-Semitic parts of his letter to America. But his letter to America wasn't all about anti-Semitism or wasn't all condemning Jews. There was a lot to it, but these influencers chose the anti-Semitic parts to promote on TikTok. And of course it got... <laughs> a ton, a ton 
of um, followers and um, reposts and all kinds of things like that. Now, of course, um, before I go on about o Osama, um, you know, one thing that is super important as well, another threat besides terrorism, in addition to terrorism, is China, of course. And China owns um, TikTok, as you probably know, and even though they try to hide that because they, there's another entity before, you know, the Communist Party in China, but it is ultimately owned by China, the Communist Party, and it is a weapon. It is a weapon um, going after the minds of young people because the things that are put on TikTok are very dangerous. You know, all these challenges, for example, telling American kids to do these things that are that are totally um, totally dangerous, you know, uh, and kids have gotten killed, not just in America, but in Europe as well. And um, they, you know, go into all kinds of things that are dangerous for other people besides the people who take the challenge. And and now they are, they have promoted, they have allowed their influencers to promote the the um taken out of context parts of Osama's letter. Okay. So um and of course this is all, you know, this feeds into what China wants. They want to destroy America and, you know, by um encouraging us to um, destroy ourselves basically by becoming anti-Semitic. Um, this is part of the Chinese plan. Okay, so now in Osama's letter, um, he is in in one part of it. He talks about how he attacked um, the World Trade Center and the Pentagon and uh, was going to at attack another um, building in in Washington D.C., perhaps the White House. Um, it was because the U.S. attacked us in Palestine, quote, unquote. He called the creation of Israel a, quote, crime which must be erased. Um, he also, but then here's some examples of other things he wrote about in this letter. He said that the AIDS epidemic was a satanic American invention, and he objected to U.S. companies allowing women to have jobs. Uh, he said, you use, quote, you use women to serve passengers, visitors, and strangers to increase your profit margins. Now, as you will hear later, well, even now, the women, what I'm talking about now, the women influencers, who is women who posted it primarily or originally, um, who posted it on TikTok and who have become groupies, in other words, of Osama bin Laden. And um, they obviously don't know that um, Sharia law, you know, is, is very strict about what it's okay for women to do and not to do. Um, now, originally, this letter, o Osama's letter, was published in 2002 in the Guardian newspaper. Uh, the full text of the letter was published in 2002 there. And they have recently, after this went viral on TikTok, they took it down. Um, because they said uh, it was being, quote, widely shared on social media without the full context. Therefore, we have decided to take it down and direct readers to the news article that originally contextualized it instead. So in other words, to not just have the parts that they, you know, choose to put in uh, that are anti-Semitic, but to have the whole uh, letter and to put it in the proper context. 
Um, now, I'm not going to tell you the name of the person who seems to have been the starter of the TikTok viral post or one of the starters because I don't want to give her uh, credit. I mean, I, you know, I don't want to give her publicity. Um, but she was a social media influencer with 12 million followers. And um, her video that she created to talk about Osama's letter received nearly 100,000 likes and more than 5,500 comments since it was posted. And she told her followers st to stop what they're doing right now and go read a letter to America. Now, here are some of the quotes from the letter. Um, I'll read you. Um, I'll read you a couple that have to do with Palestine and Jews and so on, but I'll also read you a couple that don't have to do with that. So your law is the law. This is what Osama bin Laden wrote, unless he had a ghostwriter. <laughs> um, your law is the law of the rich and wealthy people who hold sway in their political parties and fund their election campaigns with their gifts. Behind them stand the Jews who control your policies, media, and economy. That's one of the lies that are, is spread by people who are anti-Semitic. Okay, here's another example. Osama wrote, quote, the British handed over Palestine with your help and your support to the Jews who have occupied it for more than 50 years. Years overflowing with oppression, tyranny, crimes, killing, expulsion, destruction, and devastation. The creation and continuation of Israel is one of the greatest crimes, and you are the leaders of its criminals. Now, remember, these are quotes from Osama bin Laden, okay? Um, the, the world's worst, most famous, uh, most, most deadly terrorist. So um, this is not to be um, believed. I mean, you know, obviously, and he's trying to do it to, well, but why he was trying to do it was because he was trying, you know, America, of course, um, after 9-11, people joined the military in droves and went over to the Middle East and tried to avenge, avenge 9-11 uh, and Osama bin Laden and ultimately, um, you know, go after him and to kill him. And so, you know, he was just trying to... Um, to to protect his country and his party, you know, his Al-Qaeda and um, and himself. So this is why he was saying all these things. He also said, quote, these governments prevent our people from establishing the Islamic sh Sharia using violence and lies to do so. I mean, that's the whole thing with the global jihad. The idea is to not only make everybody worship radical Islam, but also um, to be under Sharia law, which is a very strict, uh, unjust law. Okay, he also said, quote, do not <clears throat> await anything from us but jihad, resistance and revenge. And then last but not least, he said, quote, the American people are the ones who employ both their men and their women in the American forces which attack us. So you see, he, you know, he had lots of things to say <clears throat> uh, after 9-11. It wasn't just about Jews or Israel or Palestine. Um, so let's see. Um, yes, most of the women who were on TikTok who were promoting Osama's letter were women. They were groupies. Um, another woman who posted 
his letter, parts of his letter said uh, that she would, quote, never look at life the same. I will never look at this country the same. Please read it. And if you have read it, let me know if you are also going through an existential crisis in this very moment, because in the last 20 minutes, the entire viewpoint on the entire life I have believed and I have lived has changed. Very, very uh, dramatic. Um, okay, let's see. Um, another person who, you know, so-called influencer on TikTok said, quote, it's crazy that we are just now finding out about this. The U.S. government truly believes they are untouchable and never teamed, never learned from the past. So, you know, a lot of this, it's not just Jew hate, it's hatred for America and it's hatred for themselves that they have learned from um, their parents, social media, their teachers, and now they are expressing it in various ways. But right now, for the, tr the trend that the is uh, you know becoming devotees, devotees of Osama bin Laden. Another person said, "The fact I agree with a lot of what he's saying explains why the U.S. government didn't publicize this or teach us about it. It was in." <laughs> A, a well-known newspaper, The Guardian, they, it wasn't hidden. Um, so, um, let's see. All right, I think, um, yeah, I think that pretty much explains um, what's been going on with with um TikTok. Now um when we get to the next uh segment I'm going to tell you a little bit more about Osama and what's been happening. Um his popularity uh has grown since you know this started going viral on TikTok. More people have, have become um involved with this and more people have propagated it. And um, this is not just some harmless, you know, we're not talking about a, uh, a rock band that people are promoting on TikTok. This is a man who wants to kill um, anybody and everybody, the, the non-believers, um, the people who do not believe in radical Islam. So that would likely mean you. All right. So stay tuned. You're listening to um, the Terrorist Therapist Show, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to the Terrorist Therapist Show, where we're talking today about Osama bin Laden is alive and well in America. And you are beginning to hear <laughs> uh, why that is and how that is. And I am, uh, as I mentioned at the beginning, I am following uh, the highlights of news of this past week. And each day um, the news was more and more shocking and uh, hard to believe this is really happening, but you need to know that it's happening. All right, so we're talking about the Osama bin Laden revival, <laughs> thanks to some um, so-called influences influencers on TikTok. Um, 
these are particularly young progressive women who have just discovered his 2002 letter to America, but they picked out the parts that they wanted um, to promote, not the whole letter, and um, and that the parts that they wanted to promote were anti-Semitic. Um, now, let's see. I've read you some of the some of the things that they said in their videos. Um, now, again, remember, it's this, you know, some of them were saying, as I read, uh, we're trying to say, oh, America hid this from us. You know, now we know what's really the truth and so on. Um, it, but it wasn't hidden. It was in the Guardian newspaper in 2002 when Osama bin Laden wrote it. And um, presumably <laughs> it was in um, other papers and media outlets as well. Um, and what this basically, what, what he, Osama bin Laden, basically wrote about and ranted about was that ordinary American civilians are complicit in um, doing things against him and against uh, Al-Qaeda and terrorists and so on, and therefore a fair game for terrorists to kill. Now, um, the Guardian took it down, by the way, after this whole thing happened on TikTok, and TikTok finally took it down, but they weren't able to, or so they said, they weren't able to um, take all of the posts down. In other words, um, you know, so many people had copied it, reposted it, and so on, that they are claiming that they couldn't couldn't get it all down. Yeah, right. Okay. Now, this woman, the main woman, the, um, the main influencer who wrote all about this and who said, stop what you're doing. You have to look at this uh, letter now. She, other than posting uh, the letter by Osama, um, she had pictures of herself, well, on Instagram. She had pictures of herself in skimpy clothing in various cities. Now, <laughs> This woman, I mean, that's the thing. These people are so ignorant. Do you know if if a terrorist, um, if she was anywhere in the Middle East and she was wearing this skimpy clothing, <laughs> she would be attacked by terrorists right there and then. So like th these groupies of Osama bin Laden don't know what they're talking about and don't know what it's really, what it's really like, you know, what Sharia law is really like and all of that. Um, she wrote also, we already don't trust you all. She's talking about America. And now you're trying to censor us. Um, now, ironically, however, another part of Bin Laden's um, letter uh, talks about censorship. And um, that in, in Sharia law, that is what Sharia law is all about. I mean, that's a part of it in any case. Um, and that is all described in the second part of his letter you know, the kind, the kinds of censorship that they do. Um, they, for example, he talks, they censor uh, anything that has to do with the American way of life. You know, you're not supposed to drink, you're not supposed to party. Um, homosexuality is banned, gambling is banned, sexualized women um, are banned. And he even, Osama even talked about um, Bill Clinton and he took him to task for his Oval, oval Office oral sex <laughs> so it's not just about jews sorry to sorry to burst their bubbles well actually i'm not sorry but okay now um then of course you know this does make us look again at uh at the danger of of tiktok and the danger of china really um and 
So giving um, Hollywood and public school teachers uh, control of our kids, which has been happening over the years, was a bad idea. We're seeing that. We're seeing all kinds of things like Disney, for example, is the worst in terms of it went from this wonderful a uh, wonderful production company doing all kinds of, you know, uh, movies, television, books, all kinds of beautiful things, fairy tales, and they've gone far, well, <laughs> they've gone far away, far afield from fairy tales, um, at least not the Cinderella type. Um, so now letting China uh, have control of our kids is even worse, or equally is even worse because it has more um, more of a reach. So let's see. Oh, yes. Now, one of these women who, who was promoting uh, Osama's letter said, quote, TikTok is going to save this generation. The amount of things that we've learned on this app in this past month alone that other people in other generations, I tried to talk to them about it. They don't understand. They don't get it because they've been literally so programmed to think a certain way. TikTok is undoing all of that. It's crazy to watch in real time. Yes, what's crazy is first of all, that we're letting TikTok do this. And what's also crazy is how these influencers are believing all of this stuff. Now, so, okay, now I'm up to November 18th. And um, this, you know, is an example of why or, makes it clear why um, we can't just, you know, in some ways it's, it would be funny if it was a parody, you know, all the things that I was just reading, you could see that somebody could make a movie about that and it could be a parody um, of America. But unfortunately, all the things I've just been telling you about are true. So now on November 18th, a headline read, FBI top dog Ray says war has raised the threat of an attack against Americans in the U.S. to a whole other level, okay? So this isn't just fun and games. This is super, we are all in more danger is basically what he's saying, and which is true. You know, we could kind of figure this out ourselves. Um, and with the holidays coming uh, and people going into malls and people going, you know, to concerts or parties or gathering in places for the holidays, temples and, and churches for that matter. Um, you know, the, those are the kinds of spots that terrorists uh, look for in terms of uh, having a suicide uh, attack, um, suicide bombs, suicide belts, all those kinds of things. So this is these are serious, serious times. All right, now, um, now, the FBI, as you hopefully know, and it's, you know, this is not good, but the FBI has been in the last uh, several years, at least since the Obama-Biden White House has been in power, um, they have been having the FBI, instead of having the FBI look for terrorists, root out terrorists, they've been having the FBI root out Republicans. Um, and parents, you know, they call parents at PTA meetings who are complaining about CRT and um, and um, the efforts to convert their children to become trans and all of that. 
Um, they, they've been calling the, the Obama Biden White House has been calling these parents, for example, terrorists, and they have been sicking the FBI on them, and, and as well as um, conservatives in general. And in other words, anybody who disagrees with their politics and what they want to do. So, um, so now the so the FBI has been like <laughs> going down the wrong path, looking, um, you know, calling people terrorists who aren't terrorists, and um, ignoring real terrorists. And they've been in denial about the nature and the magnitude of the jihad threat. You know, I talk about that um, every year with uh, the anniversary of 9-11, which they try to uh, try to make us forget about. You remember this year, um, uh, Biden wasn't, it was the first time that an American president wasn't at one of the sites of the um, attack of 9-11, you know, wasn't in New York at ground zero, wasn't in um, at the Pentagon and wasn't in the Pennsylvania field where flight 93 passengers um, got it to land because they attacked the terrorists on the plane and they stopped it from going to its real target in DC. So he was, Biden was in Hawaii <laughs> because didn't you know they attacked Hawaii too? Yeah, right, okay. So, um, so on November 15th, just a few days ago, this is what um, the director of the FBI um, said he was when he was talking to the House Committee on Homeland Security. Um, okay, so he said, good morning, blah, blah, blah. Um, he said, this hearing focused on threats to our homeland is well-timed given the dangerous implications the fluid situation in the Middle East has for our homeland security. In, I'm quoting, this is all quotes of um, the director, Ray. In a year when the terrorism threat was already elevated, the ongoing war in the Middle East has raised the threat of an attack against Americans in the United States to a whole other level. Since October 7th, and that's of course the date that Hamas uh, attacked Israel, We've seen a rogues gallery of foreign terrorist organizations call for attacks against Americans and our allies. Hezbollah expressed its support and praise for Hamas and threatened to attack U.S. interests in the Middle East. Al-Qaeda issued its most specific call to attack the United States in the last five years. Al-Qaeda, you know, Al you know who was headed by Osama bin Laden, the one that uh, these people on TikTok are worshiping. Okay, he just they just issued. Um, it's still existing, even without Osama bin Laden. It still exists, and it's still out to uh, commit global jihad and attack the West and and the globe. <laughs> um, Al Qaeda issued its most specific call to attack the United States in the last five years. Al Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula called on jihadists to attack Americans and Jewish people everywhere. ISIS urged its followers to target Jewish communities in the United States and Europe. Given these calls for action, our most immediate concern is that individuals or small groups will draw twisted inspiration from the events in the Middle East to carry out attacks here at home. That includes homegrown violent extremists inspired by a foreign terrorist organization and domestic violent extremists 
targeting Jewish Americans or other faith communities like Muslim Americans. Now, of course, that makes no sense like Muslim Americans, since we're talking about people, terrorists who are trying to make everyone Muslim or at least radical Islamist. All right. Um, well, I will... Uh, let's see. Um, I think I will stop here because the next segment, the next couple of things that I want to talk about, um, actually the news items were both on, oh no, wait, oh no, wait, one was uh, on November 18th and one was on November 19th that I'm going to talk to you about in the next segment. And they are even more outrageous than what I have already been telling you. So stay tuned and we will be right back. Welcome back to the Terrorist Therapist Show. I'm Dr. Carol Lieberman, a psychiatrist and your terrorist therapist. And we've been talking today about Osama bin Laden is alive and well in America. I hope by now you are seeing that, <laughs> getting the picture, even though it's not a very pretty picture to behold. Okay, so now I'm gonna be talking first a little bit more about, um, about the, uh, TikTok in terms of the Osama bin Laden groupies. Um, you know, it's like, it's like, uh, it's, it's as if he was some kind of a, um, a musician, you know, some, um, some famous band, you know, uh, well, he was the leader of a band, but not the kind that plays music. Um, okay. So, um, so as I've been talking about, he wrote uh, what's been called uh, a letter to America, and um, what the purpose of it was, he wrote it and it was published in on, in the Guardian in two thousand and two, uh, after nine eleven, and it was really basically to prove that he was right. He was trying to prove that he was um, right. He had he had he had the right to attack us and kill three thousand people and. Uh, and continue to plan to um, attack us and spread global jihad. So even though the TikTokers um, used, picked out the parts that had to do with uh, anti-Semitism, as I've already been telling you, that was just uh, out of context. There was a lot more than he talked about. Okay, so um, he's, he was trying to rationalize his murders of all these people in America um, by claiming that American foreign policy in Israel and around the Arab world brought on uh, the attack, Al-Qaeda's attack. Okay, so some of these videos on TikTok were liked over 100,000 times. Um, people said bin Laden was right. My life will never be the same after reading this. Um, what else? Um, that he talked about Jewish control of capital and how it will enslave you. I mean, again, they're picking out the parts they want because they're trying to spread anti-Semitism. Why? Because on the whole, um, you know, it all has to go do with um, uh, equity and those kinds of things. Um, people being jealous that Jews um, are, a lot of Jews are successful and a lot of Jews have, you know, I, I think I need to do a, uh, 
a podcast where I mentioned some of the things that um, the world would not have if it were not for Jewish inventors, Jewish writers, um, and so on, you know, um, awards that, uh, that Jewish people won for various inventions and everything. Anyhow, I'm not going to, um, it's, it's just, it's, it, the, the point is, I mean, of course I'm Jewish. So yes, I am a little, uh, a little prejudiced. Um, I mean, I do think, um, I, I, I'm a practicing Jew and I do believe that, uh, we have a lot to be proud of. And Jewish people on the whole are very, um, Jewish families um, really uh, accentuate how important it is for children to get a lot of education. I mean, that's really where it, what it boils down to. And so, um, so by all the, you know, when these Jewish children go on and get uh, a lot of education, you know, go, uh, follow what their parents are suggesting basically and and seeing you know thinking that's that's a good idea then yes they get careers and they get things that um where they're successful and so a lot of these people these tiktokers um are jealous of these kinds of things and it goes along with um you know be not wanting capitalism uh it's, it's people who want um who want Marxism and communism and don't want capitalism, don't want the opportunities to be successful. Anybody in America can be successful, certainly not just the Jews. Um, and people are successful other than Jews, um, but not these people who are complaining about it on TikTok. All right. Um, and so again, they certainly don't realize that he's talking about um, anybody who um, that that Osama bin Laden was talking about how uh, and and all terrorists talk about how they want to um, kill the infidels, the non-believers in radical Islam or Islam. All right. So now here we come to the the <laughs> the highlight of the highlights. Um, this came about today. Um, the article is called Millennials and Gen Z Women Are Sharing Their Conversion to Islam in Wake of Israel-Hamas War. And then uh, they talk about TikToking and so on. So now, Western women are sharing their journeys to Islam, uh, blaming this on Israel's response to the Hamas attack as the driving factor. In other words, um, we all know Hamas is the one who Israel wasn't was minding its own business until October 7th, when Hamas came into Israel, surprise attacked Israel and um, did slaughters and torture and rape and things unbelievable, really brutal kinds of things, uh, inhumane things. And they were able to do it that way because um, that this is what they've been taught since they went to madrasas as little boys, that the best thing you can do with your life, the holiest thing that you can do is to slaughter Jews, uh, destroy Israel, all in the name of Allah, that uh, you will be favored, you will be a martyr if you do these things. So that is how, you know, so when they went into Israel um, with the intent, of course, 
of killing and slaughtering and destroying and everything else. It was with a religious zeal, a religious fervor. It wasn't just like, you know, oh, you know, let's go uh, kill some people. It was the more people I kill, the more people I torture, the more inhumane things I do, the more Allah will love me and I will be special and I will be a martyr and I will be revered. And so that, um, that, that zeal, that, that motive um, made them have, made them be able to do really things that really haven't been done before. This kind of, these kinds of attacks, um, you know, certainly there have been horrible terror attacks, but this, um, in a lot of ways, I mean, you know, no, it didn't kill 3,000 people like 9-11, but in terms of the people that it did kill um, and torture and so on, this was the worst, this went beyond, this pushed the envelope beyond what terrorists have done in the past. And, and they were just um, fueled with religious zeal, not that other terrorists aren't, I mean, all terrorists are fueled with religious zeal, but um, I think perhaps the fact that they were planning this for two years also uh, contributed to their, you know, how they felt and how they were, how, how empowered, how energetic they felt when they finally crossed the border and went into Israel. So um, now the people who, the women, it's mostly women, who are who have become groupies of Osama bin Laden, and um, it's now it's not just uh, becoming groupies; it's people who are converting to become Muslim because of because of Osama bin Laden. Um, now let's see. Now this doing this not only the TikTok um, promoting of his letter, but but um, converting is the ultimate rebellion against the West because co these converts, it's really what they're, you know, what they're thinking about is they're not really thinking about the religious part of it so much. They're just, they're, but they, they, this is all part of shunning capitalism, um, shunning the supposed colonialization that the West has, has done um, of other countries and so on. And, um, and it, they're just re they're rebelling against America. This is the same thing, except except on steroids. <laughs> the same thing as like turning their back against the American flag, taking a knee, um, uh, doing a protest. This is this is you know of course a hundred times worse. Um, you know they're being a hundred times more um, going taking it to a greater extent. It's not like that they all of a sudden, I mean, some of them are reading the Quran. Of course, they're not, <laughs> they haven't read all of it and they don't know, understand the whole religion. Um, it's just, they're sort of taking this on. This this is like, um, actually, I'll tell you what I, what I tweeted this morning after reading about this. I tweeted, some millennials and Gen Z are rebelling by converting to Islam. Like those who convert to trans looking for attention and likes on TikTok, but totally ignorant of what it really means. Parents and schools and social media taught them to hate Americans and to hate themselves. So um, let me tell you about some of these people. Um, 
So one of the people who are, and again, I'm not going to read, tell you their names because I don't want to promote them. I don't want to give them publicity. Um, but an example of somebody promoting his journey uh, to is someone who describes himself as a leftist queer. And um, he recently, recently purchased a copy of the Quran. Um, and even though, I mean, just look at this, he's, he's LGBTQ um, and, and he's, he's converting and he doesn't even know that what it's it, in the Quran, it says that um, it's a sin to lie with people of the same sex. And yet he's going to convert to be, to become, um, to have, to Islam, um, even though, even though they kill people who are LGBTQ plus. They throw them off rooftops and um, go about killing them in other ways as well. And But he's going to convert to that religion who kills people who are like him, right? This, none of this makes sense, but it's very scary. Um, then there is, then um, he also has um, been covering his hair, I mean, he wants to be called her, so her hair with a hijab in line with Islamic teachings on modesty. And um, she began attending pro-Palestine marches after October 7th, after the attacks, and um, and the retaliatory strikes on Gaza. I mean, you know, <laughs> um, it was Hamas. I mean, we all will agree <laughs> that it was Hamas who attacked Israel. And Israel is retaliating, yes it is, to try to get rid of Hamas. Israel has given people in Gaza as much chance as possible to go south in Gaza to get out of the way. They are not trying to kill the people, the civilians. They are trying to kill Hamas. Unfortunately, however, Hamas hides behind these people and puts things, um, including their leaders, their weapons, um, uh, you know, all kinds of weapons, uh, bombs and, and various weapons. They put all these things that they want to preserve and protect from people to weapons in hospitals and in schools. And, and they hide, literally hide behind the civilians. And unfortunately, the civilians, um, you know, uh, allowed them to take control, allowed Hamas to take control, or I don't know how much of a choice they had, but Hamas took control. And now this is what, what is happening. And that is why it's, I mean, Israel has to get rid of Hamas or else Hamas will just keep on attacking. And this whole idea that Biden had said, you know, that Israel should, uh, should, should wait, should, should pause, which Israel did um, on some occasions, but, and, and in fact, um, they're working, trying to work on a pause now, but there are various uh, different reports about whether that's going to happen or not. But they're trying to make it work out something where Hamas gives back some of the hostages in exchange for somewhat of a pause. But again, Israel can't pause for too long because that is giving Hamas the chance to get um, refueled, to get more weapons from their, the countries around them. Um, basically, to be able to attack Israel more strongly. All right. So um, now the reasons why some of these people <clears throat> from from BLM to LGBTQ plus to, of course, others as well. The reason why they are um, 
uh, uh, pro-Palestinian and pro-Hamas is because they have been taught that, um, like, like by Osama and and others, um, that um, that that it's Israel has like what what Osama bin Laden said that Israel has colonized or taken over. Uh, the Palestinians, or that the land in, uh, that's, that they call Palestine um, belongs to them, whereas it really belongs to Israel, all of these different things. And so so the people who are protesting and so on, pro-Palestinians and, and pro-Hamas, believe, identify with the Palestinians because they have been told that the Palestinians are the victims. And they feel like they have not gotten a fair shake in life, you know, that um, either financially or um they feel uh um you know that they are that there is bias against them or whatever um and so they identify with these palestinians and and think yeah we're we're all together we all we all got the short end of the stick so yeah let's all stick together i mean um it is very wrong okay so um then this other person purchased a copy of the quran and um, took her shahada, a professing of Muslim faith, a short time after. I'm sure she did not read the whole Quran. Um, then there is somebody who was encouraged to convert after seeing TikToks. You know, <laughs> some of these people that I've been telling you about um, have influenced people who read their TikToks, you know, their posts, um, to convert to Islam. Um, so one of these people who, one of these influencers said she planned to read the holy book for the first time. You know, it kind of would be a good idea to read the religion before you convert to it. But, you know, that's just me. Um, she said, it just seems that Palestinians have this ironclad faith, even in the face of losing quite literally everything. Um, then days later, this person founded the world, what they calling the World Religion Book Club, where she conducts live readings of the Quran. And there are now at least 13,000 members in it. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, and then there's something called reversion. There's a hashtag, in fact. Let me take a drink of water. Um, excuse me. I'm talking so much. All right. There is a hashtag um, called revert. And many of the videos from these predominantly Western women feature a variation on the hashtag revert. And reversion is the Islamic belief that everyone is born into the Muslim faith and so any conversion is simply a return to the religion. Did you get that? Um, they are reverting back to what they were born as, according to this belief. Then there's a, a mother, a woman who's a mother, um, and she became interested in Islam. She's an army vet. And she posted a video of herself. <clears throat> oh, God. Wearing a hijab and celebrating 
her newfound faith. I mean, like, just think about that. <coughs> oh, excuse me. Um, think about that. If we have veterans who are, or, or um, people in the military who are converting to Islam to follow in the footsteps of Osama bin Laden, how are they going to fight in the military? How are they going to protect America in the military? Well, I think um, I think that's pretty much it. But hopefully, you can um, you can see how this is all pretty scary. And in fact, if you think about it and go back to what news I started with, which was the Muslim in Times Square who was proclaiming, we will not stop until Islam enters every home. You know, we've come full circle. And now you can understand why there are more and more people who are gonna be um, agreeing with him and making his you know, threat basically come true. Because people people have lost their minds, um, and they they're they're so. I mean, at least the people that I'm talking about in terms of the TikTokers and the um, people who, you know, are posting this, like what I had what I had said on on uh, what I posted on Twitter um, about how some of these people are doing this. You know how like people who become trans they post their journey of becoming trans on all kinds of social media, not just TikTok, Facebook, everything. And they get likes and they get attention and all of that for becoming trans, you know, do, doing this cool new thing. Well, now the cool new thing is to be a groupie of Osama bin Laden. And that's a lot more dangerous for America than people becoming trans even though people becoming trans before they really know what that's all about um, and how that's going to feel and how they're going to feel later when they, when they grow, you know, get a little older and they want to have children and so on. <clears throat> um, you know, but that's hurting them as an individual. What's happening now with people becoming groupies and converting and so on to follow Osama bin Laden is a big danger for America. All right. Well, certainly I've given you a lot to think about. And thank you for listening to The Terrorist Therapist Show. I'm your terrorist therapist, Dr. Carol Lieberman. If you would like to find out more about terrorism from me, your terrorist therapist, visit my website, terroristtherapist.com. And if you're a parent or teacher and want to build stronger nests for your kids to become more resilient, check out my new award-winning book, Lions and Tigers and Terrorists, Oh My, How to Protect Your Child in a Time of Terror. It's the first and only book about terrorism for kids. You can find it wherever books are sold or directly from the publisher at terrorismforkids.com. Terrorism, the number four, kids.com. I'm Dr. Carol, your terrorist therapist.
Thank you for listening to The Terrorist Therapist Show on Renegade Talk Radio with your host, Dr. Carol. We hope listening to the show has made you feel calmer, more resilient, and more able to reach your dreams despite living in a time of terror. You can also check out past shows on Renegade Talk Archives for more insights.